Hi, everyone. Welcome to High Octane Real Estate with Pam Orzan. Today's topic, always let your public adjuster shout at the insurance devil for you. So we're talking here with John Franzies with Full House Insurance Adjusters. And he's going to talk about how letting your adjuster fight your battles when it comes to any homeowner's insurance claims, because they are nasty. And I can imagine, well, I actually know firsthand years ago, I had a, an insurance claim way before I knew John, but, and they offered, my house was robbed and they offered me a thousand dollars for everything. So they can be nasty and you pay and they don't want to. So we're going to talk about that. We're going to talk about numerous other things. John is also a fan of hard rock and heavy metal. And welcome, John. Sure. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. Tell us about your company. So Full House Public Adjusters, before I became a public adjuster, I was a licensed plumber and I had a water loss in my house and I met a public adjuster because my insurance claim was denied from the insurance company, just like they always do. And he came in there and basically did what he does and got me a whole bunch of money to fix my bathroom back up. And we hit it off because public adjusters need plumbers for referrals. Right, you need all the handy guys, right? Yeah, and uh, he just took me under his wing. We got along great, and I learned the business. I wanted to do that instead of plumbing. I wanted to get out of plumbing and more to help people get restored back to the way they should be from their insurance company. And long story short, and I worked for him for a few years. Then when he retired, I just created full house public adjusters. It stemmed from playing cards with him every week. There was a bunch of us and we would play cards. There would be a restoration company, an electrician, a property attorney who I met there, just and appraiser. I figured you were a poker player. Yeah. And <laughs> so it just seemed like when I was trying to think of what company to, to do or name the company, I was like, I'm thinking full house and, and it works though, it right? Works. Like because you're it's, fighting insurance companies, right? Like you're like playing, like you're playing poker. And you're like playing against these guys. Yeah. It's like a game of back and forth, right? Yeah. And so that was where I started to think of things like winning the insurance game one deal at a time. Yeah. Go all it. in with full house public adjusters, and just it just started playing with it. And I really did not think that the company would grow to the size that it has already. So now I'm like, it's. You know how it is when people start to really, you start to really advertise and see your name now. And it's like, ooh, that's me. <laughs> yeah, it's awesome. But we're doing really good helping a bunch of people. Which is great. So I don't know if anybody who's listening follows me on Facebook, but I had a rant about two weeks ago. I had a little rant about I had recommended John on Facebook because someone had asked locally for a public adjuster. And this guy that I've been friends with for many years on Facebook, never met him in person, have no idea this man. i be honest with you, I didn't even remember that he was a public adjuster because he's never really tried to contact me except for comment about my appearance on all of my posts. So I got a little message saying that he was upset that I recommended John on Facebook and <laughs> that he was a novice. And I said to him, funny, I don't know you, but I know John. Yeah. yeah. So it's a, it, he's the guy that I recommend because I know him. So it was a funny little story that anybody thinks that I'm going to recommend with them just leering at me on Facebook. Yeah. I think I remember. Was he the one that we were going back and forth with a little bit on the? Uh, I don't know. Was... I 
I just, I didn't even think much of it. I just tagged you (laughs) because you're the one that I know does a good job. There was somebody, there was a post where everybody was tagging me on the thread to help. And then somebody chimed in that said, you should have gotten a public adjuster before your claim was denied or underpaid. And I just simply said to the person, I can get involved at any point. I can come in from brand new claim and run it to in the middle when things start going south to I totally screwed up and I don't know what I did, but they denied my claim. Can you help me? So I can come in at any point. And this guy was just insinuating that he should he should have had a public adjuster in the beginning. Right, like and, Charlie. Yeah, and I don't like to make anybody feel like they did anything wrong. You have a claim. You call your insurance company. They're the ones you trust. The you're, average person doesn't know. Yeah, you're in good hands with all states. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. All this State bullshit. Farms there. They're definitely <laughs> They're not, there, not there, especially in Florida. Yeah. But but yeah, but that's what it came to me. Like you're, when I was saying my house was robbed years ago, I didn't know to use, I knew a public adjuster. It just didn't really occur to me. Right. So we filed the claim. We showed the police came. We showed everything that was gone, including computers and TVs and everything. And they had the nerve to give me $1,000. So I called the insurance, the public adjuster that I knew, and he recovered $17,000 for us. Yeah. It's all and it of- was in the middle of it. So it doesn't really matter. Yeah, it's all about proving to the insurance company all the mistakes that they missed and all the stuff that's covered under your policy that they should have paid for. And then they play games with depreciation and your deductible and blah, blah, blah. We can. If your Rolex is like more than five years old or some crazy ass bullshit. That's the thing is like a Rolex, they'll just put down watch like $500. You don't understand, (laughs) but it's the way it is. But. Which is why you call John. Yeah, because I'll do actually do all the research of what you had, look up serial numbers, see what it was worth. He flies drones over roofs. What to look does happen all in that drones. if you have an $8,000 Rolex, what happens? You should have something like that on a separate jewelry policy. When, you're, when you have a high ticket item or it should be named in your policy for something of that caliber. But your general stuff like TVs and everything. Is, Keep receipts too. A lot of times now we buy things online. You can get any of your receipts. Yeah. That's another thing too that kind of helped me a little bit with some receipts. Yeah. But having something that high in price should be like a separate policy for it just that to cover sense. themselves. But yeah, if it's stolen from your house, it should still be. And if it wasn't insured already with some other policy, we can get the Rolex paid for Because why not? Why not? <laughs> It never hurts to try. Yeah. It's a negotiation, just like anything. Everything's a negotiation. Exactly. So tell us about, okay, you got, what was like the craziest claim or like the biggest claim or even like your biggest win? (laughs) My biggest win was actually one day I was at home. I was in, finally finished the day. I was lighting up a cigar and ready to relax. And I got a phone call from someone that I knew that said a tornado just hit our neighborhood where I live in East Boynton Beach and the insurance company is it's been three days and they haven't come out here and we still have trees that are blocking the doors. No one can get into some of their condos. Can you help? So I'm absolutely. So I flew down there. I met with the property owner and uh, lo and behold, they had, I think it was 37 buildings that had to match. Okay. So each roof had to be the same color as the last one. HOA. And I think it was six years prior, they had just redone all the roofs. So these roofs were in really good shape, but there was about six or seven buildings that were affected from the storm, the, hur- the tornado when it came through. The insurance company came in finally and did what they 
do, which is say you have a $25,000 deductible and we figure your damages are less than that, so no money to you. And it took a year. It took a lot of fighting. I had a lot of help with it, but we got, it was a non-disclosed amount, but it was incredibly large. And we saved the entire neighborhood and got them enough to do everything that they needed to do with new shutters, new roofs, new amazing, new everything. But that was a very large loss. It was over seven figures. And so that was my biggest one. And then, but it's just like spurring them a little bit, right? Insurance yeah. companies, if they can ignore mm. something or push it to the side, meanwhile, people are living, they can't go out their front door because the trees have, and yeah. you, you can't really change it because you want the proof. Right? So that was exactly what was the problem there was that the home, the association president was like, I don't want to move anything because the insurance company said, don't do anything until we get you out have there. To see it. It's been like four days, three days. I don't, and I'm like, they need to get into their home. It's also a fire hazard. I've taken enough pictures. Let's get, let's call somebody. And I actually went on like Boynton Beach Raw in the moment and just said, is there anybody, you know, that can help get rid of this tree, take a picture? Boom. Within 20 minutes, somebody called me and says, we could do it for X amount of dollars. The association approved it. And next thing you know, they were out there removing the tree the same day that I went out there. That's what we do is we just right, make things, things happen faster and document it and make and sure. recover that, what's actually owed to you. Yeah. Yeah, they were way out of line with within with the quote under twenty five thousand dollars for all that damage. It was ridiculous. And sometimes if they would just be upfront and make a good offer, we'll probably get it done. But when they don't and they want to fight it to death, that's what happens. It winds up in the courts, and then now you're going to really pay. Exactly. So, which is exactly. Fine with me. <laughs> I was just going to say, but that's better for people like John. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And, you know, and he is insurance. Public adjusters are like the heroes of this because I don't know that I've heard anybody ever use a public adjuster and can't get somewhere. There's always money to be gotten, e even if it's a, a little bit, a denial, even if it's a little bit, sometimes they have caps. I'm seeing that a lot now where water damage, for instance, is when I say cap, it just means that even though your dwelling coverage A might be $495,000, if you read further into the policy, it'll say water exclusion in the event of a water loss, the maximum amount of money that we will pay is $10,000. So what happens is a lot of people will have a water loss. They'll come home. Their house is flooded. They'll call the insurance company. They do what they do, which is pay you Pennies. $300 over your deductible and figure it go away. But then they'll call me. I'll come in. And then I look at their policy and I'm like, all right, heads up. You can only get up to $10,000. I'm usually paid on a percentage of what I get. And since it's such a low amount of money, I take a very small, I take 5% of that when it's a, when it's a cap instead of your normal 20%. Which is a great thing because yeah, these people, I think people sometimes are under the misunderstanding that you can't hire a public adjuster because you're going to be paying them. And then what if you don't get your money? But yeah. they're just like realtors. They don't get paid if they don't do the job. Yeah. If you don't get anything, we don't get anything. Correct. And the amount of money that we can recover for you always includes our fees. It's accounted for it in our estimating with overhead and profit and a little fluff in our estimate. Of course. We'll will help pad that just so that you can come out right about where you need to be. Got to go Of high. course, you still have to cover your deductible with any contractor that you pick, but we could help you with that too and yeah. finding the right contractor. Exactly. And stuff. Yeah. Estimating a little bit high too. It's just like anything, like when we negotiate houses, we yeah. go a little bit high because we know we're going to get knocked down. Yeah. 
It's like right. when you go, if you're going to sell something at a garage sale, you label, if you want 50 cents for it, you label it for it's a dollar. And negotiation says, 101. Maybe 50 cents. Like, all right, you're twisting my arm. Uh, take they, it, exactly. Know? Exactly. Yeah, definitely. So that's pretty cool. People don't understand. Like it could be anything, right? It's like flooding. It could be yeah. electrical well, fires. It yeah, could so, be literally anything. Yeah. Ele- theft. Fire, theft, vandalism, windstorms. So if your roof is leaking, a lot of people, the problem, this is an, another thing that happens a lot where they'll just start having a roof leak after a, a heavy rain, and they'll call the insurance company and the insurance company will come out and say, unfortunately, this isn't covered because there was no storm created opening. So the insurance companies for any kind of roof claim, they mostly want a storm created opening, which therein lies the thing. Maybe the rain that just came in today, maybe the storm created opening might've been caused from a storm in the past. So by sending a licensed roofer there or a roofing engineer, we can probably trace back to something that happens during a covered period and get you paid that way. So there's ways- That's the shit the average person does not they know. They don't know. They just call it in and say, hey, it was raining on S- September 10th. And September 10th, there was three mile an hour winds with some <laughs> rain. Right. We need wind. So yeah, it's so we I'll pull records of the storm from your basically your address i have a website that'll help me do that and oh, that's cool move it forward so that's the basic getting me in right in the beginning that will help a lot towards the end even if you've given a bad date of loss or some bad information we can get around all that all right yeah it just takes a little bit more work that's what we do on a different topic i think you have a new tat i do <laughs> i do i do it was I, pretty um, cool but it's like a it's like an it's a bald eagle, right? Yeah. I always wanted something with my Amer- American Italian flag. And uh, I recently went to Italy with my family this year. And when I was there, I was like, I'm really going to do this. I'm really going to finally get like it's a It's beautiful. Whoever did it, did a great job. So I went to the same guy that did my first one is an actual hurricane on my arm. Because I was like, hurricanes, they're a lot of work for us. So I wanted a hurricane. The other one is I'm into astronomy. So it's like a sun and a moon. And then this one, I wanted to put it right over your heart where you do the Pledge of Allegiance. So you got the flag, the Italian flag. And then, of course, there's the cross for my Catholic faith. It's beautiful, yeah. too. The color, everything about Thank it was you. really And I'm such a little, I'm such a little pussy. I swear. I really want, I've been talking about this my 50 years of life, that I want a tattoo and I don't have any. I'm a chicken. I'm so afraid so, of it. I'm yes. Because fr- I faint. Like, I tried to get a cortisone shot in my knee one time and he didn't even hit me with the shot. I just passed out because it's not so much the pain it's the thought of it this one hurt a lot see see I am i'm not afraid gonna lie to you. so the arm ones because i feel like i want one here like on my shoulder coast tablets are the key really yes roy almost passed out it was his 50th birthday and i got him his first tattoo on his 50th birthday. i would think whiskey would be the key you're not supposed to drink because it causes Since blood. Your blood right he was gonna pass out and the tattoo artist said your blood sugar is low and literally in it within Really? And food. Eat a good, good meal. Like a before, burger. Yeah. Good right. burger. Yeah. That's it. Just so I don't have to take my shirt off here in the <laughs> room. No getting naked That's here at Pixel Beautiful. Thank you. That's beautiful. Yeah. yeah it with was the cool. Italian flag. Right. And the Amer- colors. Right. Yeah. 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 I was impressed with that one. I love it. Thank I think you. that is perfect. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, as soon as I saw it, he had the idea. He created it and showed it to me. And then from there, it was like, let's just do it. Let's schedule it. How long Do did it? that take? Five and a half hours. Yeah. In one sitting with two five-minute breaks. It was horrible. I just had it done on Monday. Or not Monday. I'm sorry, Friday. And long story short, 
I think that's my last one. I'm, really? Yeah, it was so painful. Because well, it's big. That one was big too, right? Yeah, and it was right on the bone. Oh, that's um, why. It just, yeah. Really? And I'm a tough guy. I'm not, but that was like, I couldn't wait for it to be over. Oh, wow. Yeah. There's a lot of detail but, on it too. Yeah, and that takes a lot of time too. So the thing is, they say to go bigger to get the better detail, and you don't want to go too big, but you got to find that. That happy place. Well, that's my thing, right? Because I always felt like I don't want one of those like little petite tattoos that like you have to, oh, I have a tattoo and somebody's got to like squint to look yeah. at it. No, I wanted like top of my shoulder covered. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. And I also wanted them so I could cover them up. Like right. it is what it is. Eventually, you never know. But I think I always just wanted to be like a surprise. Oh, he doesn't look like, and then you take your shirt off. Like, wow, look at this guy with all these tattoos. Well, that's usually what I get when people meet me, right? <laughs> like, I look like a little realtor, and people, when they find out I'm the metal, I like metal, and I all my my, yeah. all my stupid shit, that they're surprised typically. But I think, too, see, John, now, when you guys have tattoos already, and you're our age, and you just keep adding to it, it's kind of art. It's cool, right? Yeah. But I'm 51, and I don't have any. So then I'm like, is that's just weird and stupid? No, because no. I was 46 when I got my first one. Really? Okay. So it was December of last year, and then I turned 47 in January, and then I got my second one a month later. 46, 47 is when I got right, started getting bad, my right? first yeah, one. Roy was 50, no tattoos, not nothing. Right. And then it was just, it, he was like, you know what? I got, I want to do it. It's always something I I know, to do. I really do, but I am a little bit of afraid. Have you ever had a sunburn and, and like yeah. you scratch your sunburn? It's very different. It feels if you're you're sunburned and someone's just scratching, scratching at you. Okay. That's, it's a different type of feeling. But once you get the outline done, you're golden. I'm telling you, I'll really? go with you. Yeah. It's not bad. But what about all the colors? I'd have to go colorful. That's what I loved about John's. When I yeah. saw that, I like his I'm all American kind of girl. But the colors of it with the Italian flag and the American flag, I thought it was so pretty. So I like colors. I always liked colors too yeah. on tattoos. So that's this one here, the sun with that one. Does it hurt on it your arm colors. like that? If I were to do it here, would that hurt? Because there's bone right here. It'll hurt. And That's, see, I would do, I don't know. And what do I do, right, that I want permanently? Think of something that, for me, it was something, I wanted it to be something that, okay, so the reason I got a hurricane, it's not just because I like hurricanes from my business. I'll tell <laughs> yeah, you. Definitely quick. not putting a fucking house on my yeah, shoulder. Yeah, no. I know. Or a for, for sale sign. A for sale or, sign. Could you imagine? Pool. Yeah. People will be like, how much? I'll stand on the corner. People will be like, how much? When I was when I was 15, we were living in Miami. And obviously with my mother and father, my younger brother and sister. And Hurricane Andrew hit. And that was the, I was like, we've been through some like little storms, but nothing like that. My dad was one of those ones like, I'm not leaving the neighborhood. This is going to miss us. And it, we took a direct hit. Well, it was supposed <laughs> it was to hit us horrible. up here, right? Yeah. It was supposed to hit Palm Beach. So we lost everything. The hurricane, after that happened, we lived there as long as we could, fix it up, moved to Parkland, Florida about a year and a half later. My parents had a house built in Parkland and we moved there when before nobody knew what Parkland was. It was one of those ones where I would have to tell people I live in Coral Springs. Coral Springs, right? Because they were like Parkland, where's that? And so the hurricane caused us to move and then that's where I met my wife or my to be wife because of the hurricane. So it's funny because it just dawned on me that's why this one was special because a hurricane caused me to move. That's where I met my wife, wife and that's I had my kids. and then of course hurricanes with work and everything. So that's where I started connecting the, if I do want to get a tattoo, it should be a hurricane. And that was it. And it was supposed to be one and done. And of course. And that's what I think <laughs> happens, right? You get one yeah, and then you need you more. Do. You do. I right. wanted to get one and be done. And then I was looking, I'm like, this arm now looks like it needs something. So let me get something there. And then I'm like, 
you know. <laughs> See, that's my concern. Yeah, I don't it. want like a little baby, like peace sign. I want like a yeah. cat. Can I, I want... give you advice? Yeah. All three of my tattoos were done with who I was dating at the time. I strongly advise against that. Oh, no. I'm taking you. I'm taking you. <laughs> yeah. My first tattoo was I was into like the tribal phase. It was the early 2000s. Oh, so yeah, I yeah. wanted a tramp stamp and it ended up being a tribal elephant, but the trunk is going into my ass crack. Oh my God. <laughs> so it looks like there's, and my ass is already the size of a zip code. So it looks like an <laughs> elephant trunk is in my ass. And then another one <sighs> I got, anyway, I could tell you stories for days on oh, that. Oh my God. The whole point is, Get something you really love. That's my thing too, right? Yeah. Like I am talking yeah. about this for years and years. Anybody that knows me, literally, my mother is still, do not get a tattoo. I think for a little while, I got my brother on the bandwagon and then I think he gave that up. But I really want one and I've always wanted one and I'm just afraid I'm too chicken. Just do it. You're That's what I need, right? Just, ch just do it. The moment they start, your fears are assuaged and you're instantly relieved. It's a weird thing. Because then I know what it feels like. Exactly. And That's it. My parents, definitely. My mo my mother made the joke or the statement rather that I got you to 47 with no tattoos. So I feel like I did my job <laughs> and I could tell that they're probably a little disappointed. And, and I'm like, you know what, though? I believe that this is something that's been being done for centuries where, you know, yeah. you're getting inked. You're right. like something. Didn't they use like henna and stuff? It's like being part of the earth. Like it's right. like you should do it. The so. Indian people, they had all the henna tattoos. Like when you get married, all the women yeah. do all those beautiful tattoos. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, why not? As long as it's not on your face or anything yeah. like that. I'm not getting a net that, tattoo, you guys. I could not do that. And but those are so cool. That, but I it just. It freaks me I out. Couldn't. I'm just thinking, what if they hit something or what? I don't yeah. know. There's, It's your neck. I'll tell you what, this one here on my chest, when the guy was doing it, it felt like it was, he was tattooing my neck because I think the it nerves vibrates. just go. Yeah. yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. I yeah. don't know about this. Plus being a musician on the right, side. Exactly. I goes with it, right? I'm yeah. just a wannabe. You actually are. I am. A, I'm a wannabe rock star with no musical talent. I have fun with it. I've played guitar and bass guitar my whole life. Ever since I was a kid, I was always in bands in high school and cover bands or stuff like that, just having fun. And I still do it to this day. Although with work, it's I'm so busy that I just don't have the time, but I still manage to have three other great friends that are in my band that, that have jobs What's the band's well. name? It's, it's called Guilty, believe it or not. Hey, there and we go. There we go. We are guilty. I know, right? You <laughs> and, need, everybody needs a little bit of guilty, yeah. right? And it's just four guys that got together and was like, hey, we love these 80s hair bands music and let's just do this and have some fun with it. And then of course it took off like anything else. And we started opening up for a lot of the bands in the area that are obviously larger that do it more on a professional. This is their full-time thing. So you got a gig coming up. I think we're going to be playing. There's a Justin Bartlett. Actually, mm -hmm. I'll look it up. There's a Justin Bartlett, the animal rescue. So they're having a big benefit and we're actually playing, but it's, we're playing in the morning, like we're playing at 10 AM, but it's I a, would do that. I'm also big on the animals. Thing. And every time I sell a house, I donate to charities. And most of them are animal charities. A lot of times they're, if they're not animal, I do veterans. We're hosting an, a, an event here in October for Are You For Me Rescue for Ooh. kittens. We're doing kitten adoptions here. Okay. Oh, wow. I yeah. love all that stuff. Yeah. Justin Bartlett's having a big thing When's Saturday, that? September 30th. And Where's that going to be? Oh, 
real quick for you. Let's tell everybody where it's going to be. Yeah, might as well. Come get, right? Come see Guilty. And right. Adopt- yeah. yeah. Or at least give them some money to help these dogs yeah. and kitties. Yeah. I have a soft spot for the animals. Believe me, I like the animals way better than the people. Me too. Yeah. And children. Yeah, I'm not a child. But I like the animals. Really? Like <laughs> me the animals. too. Why minor? It's at the Okahili Park. Okahili Park, you guys, Saturday, September 30th. Is that a Saturday? Yep, Saturday, September 30th. 10 a.m.? We go on at 10 a.m. and Go listen to Guilty and maybe and, adopt a dog. Yeah, there's a whole bunch of bands that are going to be there. And I don't know if they'll have dogs. They should have some animals there. But then again, there's a thing with the... I think they were saying something, but I'm sure there's photos. Right, but at the end of September, see. it might not be as bad. True. I'm hopefully, pr- I'm praying to get out of this. I heat. know, oh, right? Oh my God, this is ridiculous. Uh, it is a little bit I'm hot a, here. I'm a native Floridian, been here my whole life. There's nothing like this summer. It is just, I don't know what it is. Agreed. Oh, I love the summer here, but this one has become. I've been here 26 years actually, and it has become probably. This is feels like the hottest summer ever, right? Agreed. This one is just. Ridiculous. It's really hot, but I think the whole country is hot right now. Yeah. Too, so. You know what? I'm all, I was just in Texas a couple of weeks ago. Oh, yeah, the um, I'm licensed in, yes, I'm licensed in many other states as well. So Texas had a massive hailstorm come through in April. Again, insurance companies jerking them around, not paying them what they're due. I have a contact out there. We flew out there. We signed a whole bunch of clients. We're going to help them all out. But their weather is like 110, but no humidity. So it's weird. It's like you're They're even, more like Arizona. Yeah, right? hot, but it's just, I'm like, okay, I'm, at least I'm not dying out here because usually I have to bring many shirts See, with me. I prefer the humidity. I actually do better in the humidity, I feel like. I just don't like sweating. I'm like you over guys, the sweating thing. I guess that's guys, right? Girls yeah, don't Yeah, I'm do, just you know. so tired of sweating. Yeah. I just want to be comfortable now. You I know. know, right? If I'm sitting down, I want to just be sitting down. If it's outside, I don't want to be moving. Sitting down with a little whiskey. With you, yeah, he's sitting here sipping on a whiskey. There you go. Amen for whiskey. Uh, I right. agree with you. I went to, I had never been to the West Coast and I went to Las Vegas and someone said, bring a bottle of lotion. And I thought, you're ridiculous. Oh my God, my eyes were burning. My nose was burning. Yes, I was lathering. I couldn't get enough moisture in my, it was awful. And Agree. Then, it was awful. It's so, too dry. I don't like it. Humidity's yeah. great. Yeah, I'm <laughs> all for Florida. Yay, Florida. Go Yay, Florida. Florida. We're the best for many reasons. That's just right. FYI. That's true. Okay, so let's wrap this up. Let's go to headbanger housing, people. Uh-oh. Headbanger right. housing. Let's do it. All right, John. If you had to pick a fictional character to be your roommate, who would it be? All right. Let me see here. Let me think about this for a minute because I actually have one that I was thinking about your question. And I'm going to go with character from Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. All right. (laughs) So Steve Martin played Neil Page in Planes, Trains, and Automobiles. So your question is, who would I want to be my roommate? Right. It would have to be him. If you specifically remember the scene where John Candy and Steve Martin are in the hotel for the first time together, and John Candy had already used all the towels to dry himself and left him with <laughs> that me, little tiny, tiny little napkin of a towel. And <laughs> I'm a then, towel whore. of course, he had his underwear soaking in the sink and just everything from even being uncomfortable in the bed, putting his hands between two pillows. Like Steve Martin was very basically offended and appalled by his actions and that would work perfectly with me as a roommate because i'm the kind of guy that's neat likes everything organized i'm respectful with everything and i wouldn't i wouldn't want that too and i could tell that steve martin's character so you're like a felix yeah yeah he's a felix not yeah yeah all right janine i've always wanted like aladdin or like i dream of genie or some kind of character like that because i want my 
wishes. I want my wishes to come true. Right. Wishes. And I want a I like roommate it. that can endlessly provide that for me. Like 2 a.m. You're like, I need some ice cream. Yeah. yeah. There we go. Or, I want a glass of chocolate milk. Boom. Like, right. There I, it is. There it is. I like it. That's actually good. I didn't really think about yeah. that. See, I went with Don Draper from Mad Men. Anybody watch oh, Mad yeah. Men? Mad. Uh, for really mainly two reasons. He's always drinking and he's also super hot. That's what I was thinking. Yeah. I always, he's so cool. He's got like a swagger that I think is hysterical. Love it. Yeah. I guess I, I could have picked too. Claudia Schaefer too. Right, That's right. a real person. Not <laughs> She's so, not fictional, John. Yeah. She's well, not fictional. Jessica Rabbit wouldn't be okay. too bad either. There you go. Why not? Yeah. Jessica bing, Rabbit's kind of hot. Jessica Rabbit dressed up as her for Halloween one year. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. But I was also nine and oh. very chubby. So my outfit looked. That's so funny. I looked like. Do you have the whole red thing? The red wig? Yeah. I looked like a. Like a really fat prostitute. Really? At yeah, nine? At That's nine. pretty funny. When I was 15, they asked us to dress up like our favorite at school, like our favorite singers. And they would, this person is not my favorite singer, but my parents thought it would be super funny. And at 15, they dressed me up as Dolly Parton. And I used my grandma's sister had the biggest boobs I've ever seen in my life. And she let us borrow one of her bras and we stuffed it with like 100 socks and I think I actually won. I think I won. Yeah. The wig, the whole thing, the blonde curly wig, the whole thing, which I was meant to be. And it is not a pretty sight. But yeah, my parents thought that was so funny. So I was Dolly Parton. How many socks did it a take? A lot. A lot. Especially since I I was a bee and have stayed a bee my entire life. That was it. That's it. I, that's it. One day they were bees and here they are. We should do an experiment. I'm just saying. How many socks would it take to fill? To like, fill like a, a D, a like triple an, D, yeah, a whatever, yeah. double D, totally. a triple, exactly. What does it go up to? Like X, Y, Z? F. Like I had a friend who had a size F. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. See, that's yeah. got to hurt you back. Two breast reductions later. Yeah. yeah it was not good. Right. Yeah. For sure. For sure. Yeah. All right, you guys. Thanks for hanging in for this fascinating conversation about insurance adjusters, old lady bras, and tattoos. <laughs> it's always really interesting here at the High Octane Real Estate. Also, don't forget to go listen to John and his band. And don't forget to follow, share, and leave me a five-star review or I'll have to hunt you down. See you later. Take care. Bye.